2020 and 2021 were this huge pattern break where all of a sudden we can't for sure have the ability to travel or have our job or the right relationship or whatever. So these, these abilities to hide behind our successes is fleeting. And what's coming up is this actual thing that's been under here all the time. Welcome to the Earn Your Happy Podcast. I'm Lori Harder, founder of Light Pink, best-selling author, three-time fitness world champion, and I'm a crazy multi-passionate entrepreneur. My journey has taken me everywhere from being a broke waitress, barista, retails associate, and personal trainer with massive anxiety and no belief in myself to later becoming a multi-millionaire in love with my life. In 2007, my husband and I lost everything. We found ourselves hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt at rock bottom. We had no ideas and I had no education to fall back on. This is when I found personal development and learned everything I could about business, not by choice, but because I realized no one was coming to save me. The conversations on this podcast are going to let you know that you're not alone and that we all feel like we don't know what we're doing. We're going to give you the tools to help you face your fears, take action, start your business and grow those massive dreams that are keeping you up at night. It's time to create a life that you can't hide from and put so much on the line that your higher self is forced to come out. You're going to stop waiting for someone to approve of you and you're going to anoint yourself. Because I'm obsessed about building businesses that give women a platform, I want to feature you. So if you text the word podcast to 310-496-8363, You can get your questions answered on our Q&A segment along with a shout out. And if you rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast, we're choosing someone every month to get coached and featured on our show. It just might be you. So let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Today I have such an epic human on the show. His name is Kyle Cease. Truly, if you have not been introed to him yet, I can't wait for you to listen to this. This is probably one of the most vulnerable podcasts I have ever done in my life. I completely opened up to getting coached by Kyle on the podcast because I was really working through a lot of things uh, with starting my new company and taking on money and the pressure. And he really, really just helped me put things into perspective. So I know that through him helping me, I think it's going to be huge for you as well. This was one of my favorite podcasts, and I think that you are going to benefit from it no matter where you're at, whether you have a business or not. Kyle is a New York Times bestselling author. He has a gift of merging comedy with personal transformation. As a comedian, Kyle had two number one Comedy Central specials and was voted as number one ranking on Comedy Central's stand-up showdown. After leaving his job as an award-winning comedian, he dedicated his life to helping others and created Evolving Out Loud, which is a 
growing community with over 400,000 members worldwide. He has personally coached over 15,000 people and his YouTube videos have been watched over 60 million times. He's made over 100 TV and movie appearances, including Jimmy Kimmel Live and The Late Show, and his speaking events regularly fill large venues across the United States, which I have been to one. It was quite amazing in Los Angeles. He has also spoken with renowned teachers like Eckhart Tolle, Jim Carrey, Michael Beckwith, Tony Robbins, Deepak Chopra, Marion Williamson, just to name a few. And he continuously is inspired by his daughter. If putting it simply, he would say he is ever evolving out loud and on a journey to constantly find out the truth of who he is. You can find Kyle evolving out loud and absolutely everything else at kylecease.com. You guys, let's get started. Kyle, thank you so much for coming on the show. I'm so excited to have you on. Thank you so much for having me. It's so it's so good to see you. I'm, I'm happy to be here. I was on like a a, a Kyle trip for a while there, um, listening to your books and seeing you at some of your live events. And I really resonated. It's funny because a bunch of my friends would always text me your name. They're like, hey, you need to listen to this guy because I think you'd really resonate with him because I'm obsessed with like humor and transformation. And I would do events and always just tie in humor, even though I feel like me saying I like to tie in humor. Like if you have to say you're funny, you're probably not funny. Um, right. Right. <laughs> but but they, they would always literally send me all of your stuff because they're like, hey, this person like really does what I feel like you want to head more in the direction of. And so I started listening to you and uh, it's like, it's so good. I feel like transformation and humor and realness is what I really think it is. And just, you're so quick witted and you just really state like what is actually happening with our mm. internal kind of discussions in our mind. And I think that's why that we can, you know, change so quickly when we're listening to you is because it's like, Oh, he knows what is actually being said in my brain. And he's talking, he's, he's talking about it. So I'm really excited to have you on today. You have so many amazing things. You've got incredible books. You've got this membership that people are freaking out over right now. So first of all, thank you again for coming on. And I would love to hear a little bit about the membership because it sounds like you're pouring your entire soul into this right now. Wow. Well, we're starting with that. Um, I'd love to real quick, just respond to a couple of things you said too, about what, you know, what you were saying about humor and what you were saying about like kind of saying what we're really thinking. Mm -hmm. Um, And totally I'll, I'll mention the membership too, but what I'd love to just express is that I think that one of the things we're here to do is connect to a much closer level of what we're actually thinking Mm. because there is a giant collective way of thinking that actually isn't what we think, but it's like this giant societal belief. And so many people think, what do I think about this? And then their answer is actually what the collective thinks. And they don't even know that they're not connected to their own Mm. calling, their own soul, their own thing. So we become this kind of group of people that say things like, what should I do? And we don't even know there's what I want to do. We, we say, what, and, and even what do I do about this? Like even with meditation, people say, so what do I do? And I mm. said, change the question to what am I? You know, like, because what do I do is a sentence you learned because you're under the illusion you're loved based on what you do based because of your childhood right? Our parents taught us from a time where the highest consciousness was achievement and getting out of the victim mentality. 
that you have to do this and you, you have to get straight A's and you have to get a job. And that can be nice to have those things, but there's almost a, you're not enough until those things exist. And so we grow up and we have this, what do I do mentality, which right out the gate implies I am not enough until something's done. So we're actually creating things from not enough. We're building businesses out of not enough. We're building like, then my dad will love me is the underlying drive for why we are making decisions. And under that, if you could undo yourself from these patterns you learned that you've created to avoid trauma, like when you're a kid, you might've felt trauma when you felt abandoned or yelled at or whatever else. So you become this character that does things so that doesn't happen again. And then you call that your name. You say, I am someone who always achieves. I am always a, a victim. I am always this money. I am always whatever. And if that's what you are, uh, then you know this can't go away because you'll die. But the truth is you're now. You're just this moment. There's literally nothing else and you're enough now. And if you understood that, you'd accidentally create so much more from a place of enough right? You'd accidentally feel fulfilled. You wouldn't even understand people's opinions are a thing. You wouldn't be at all undoing this unworthy lie. You'd understand worthiness is the basis of you. And so one of the things that I'm really about is that, that much deeper place of thinking. And I, and I find it by meditating a couple hours a day and releasing the patterns that were taught to me. And we have become this society of people that our, our, our patterns are actually getting so loud and crazy because we're breaking off of them. So they're like someone drowning. They're louder because they're drowning. And so we're screaming at each other and we're more addicted and we're more chaotic because it's all about to die. And all of the control is about to die, all the fear, all of everything. So um, so yeah, so that, that just in response to the, the beautiful stuff you said, and, and by the way, if you do that, you undo labels that I am this, or I am this. So then you also, one of the reasons I can combine comedy and transformation is because I don't think of myself as a transformational speaker or a comic. I think of myself as the now and that these, these tools are available. And the more I'm like, I am a comic, then I'm codependent on that belief. or the more I am achiever then I'm codependent on that belief. So I'm in fear really by thinking that's me. So then you, it's weird because you can't kind of, they always have a hard time filing where to put my stuff. Like, is this under spiritual or yes. comedy or self-help or, yep. or whatever? And that's because the truth is we're not labelable. We're not mm -hmm. something that we need to fit into everyone's, you know, mind. We're, we're an infinite creative magical being. And, um, if we would undo ourselves from the childhood patterns in our, in our, you know, in our body by just facing that we were abandoned or by facing that we were in love. You, on the other side of that is, is freedom. On the other side mm -hmm. of that is magic. On mm -hmm. the other side of that is everything. And you'll have a bunch of people in their patterns giving you a bunch of crap, but that's for their growth, mm -hmm. you know? And, and so <clears throat> that's kind of where that inner voice comes from, because it's weird if I'm saying content, and you're going, that's actually what I was just thinking. That means you had that content available too, mm -hmm. right? So all the content that I do, I'll do six day events where I just speak for eight hours a day. I have no idea what I'm going to say. Do you prep for those or do you like, what do you do to prep? Is it the meditation, just meditations in general, or you're so getting like working on getting present? 
Well, this will sound really weird. On one level, prepping for it implies that it's bigger than me. Prepping for it implies that like, I got to do it right. And the only reason I would want to do it right is because I want to get something from someone. That's Mm -hmm. the only way you can measure right or wrong. How did it go? Well, they love me. They bought a bunch of stuff. They, they laughed the whole time. They were screaming. They're all coming back. It's what did I get? Right. Mm -hmm. So the only reason I could measure, the only way I could measure, did I do it well or not is, is it measured by what did I get? Mm -hmm. And what I noticed is that the best, ironically, the best prep work is the moment. You know, when we're about to do an event, a lot of times people, you can see them like before they go on stage, like pacing back and forth, they're kind of in their head, figuring it out. You're, you're not clearing nerves. You're actually creating them there. Mm. You're, you're practicing being in the past and future. You're like, what am I going to say? What would be the right way to do this? And you're like, in, the, in that moment, you're in the future, coming up with all the ways that you'll get something and creating a bunch of expectations. And if you go on stage with a bunch of expectations in the old paradigm, that was great. You'd have this expectation. I'm going to kill. That's awesome. But there's also an aspect of life now that's trying to kill our expectations so we can get closer to our heart. My, one of my, my things that I say is I believe with all my heart, nobody has ever broken your heart. They've broken your expectations. Mm -hmm. And by breaking Mm -hmm. your expectations, they get you closer to your heart. Right. So you're like, I'm in love with this person. And then they leave you. They didn't break your heart. You had a nice day with them. You, you don't leave Disneyland at the end of the day and go, it broke my heart that it wasn't here tomorrow. You had a nice day with that person. And now you're expecting to have it forever. So you're actually putting control on the person, putting rules on the person, putting, putting conditions on the relationship. Hmm. And so what if our expectations are being broken in 2020 and 2021? And on and beyond. What if, what if just our idea of what we planned we were going to be to avoid trauma mm-hmm. is being broken? Mm-hmm. And what if on the other side of that is the truth of what you are and you're getting closer to your heart? Mm. Oh man, that's one of my favorite things to talk about actually is the expectations we put on uh, relationships and the the just like the complete fake expectations we make up in our head that we think other people have on us. Um, yeah. that's actually, yeah, that's definitely one that I've been dancing in like, Oh, I'm totally noticing how I'm making up an expectation that nobody has said anything about to me about this thing. Yeah. And it's like how, so how could I use that when I get into that place? How do you use that to like get closer to like stripping that away or being closer yeah. to your heart? Well, the best thing to do is just, first of all, identify it and then always identify what's under it. So let's say you think that, let's say you have a belief that your husband has an expectation on you, Mm -hmm. right? Let's say you have that belief. Okay. If you really examine it more, you might go, maybe you'll find out the truth was he didn't, but in your mind, everyone has an avatar of every person in their lives, right? Mm -hmm. So there's a husband that's outside of you and there's a husband that's inside of your brain. And this husband isn't only your husband. It's an amalgam of your husband and probably your dad. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it starts to be, or, or for me, like I, the last woman that I date or the woman, my daughter's mom, for instance, like she's a wonderful woman. And there's times where I feel if she does something that she does, that would be a normal thing. It could trigger something that when my mom did it as a child, it was really painful. 
Mm-hmm. So there's like, a, I don't want to feel that trauma. And I know she's going to do that. So there's a her that's also my mother in my brain. That's not who she is at all. And so if you think about it, we could literally close our eyes and think of like different people. Mm-hmm. And even though they're not in the room, they're in our mind. Like we mm-hmm. could close our eyes and think of Donald Trump, for instance. And now there's people that are either triggered or some people are excited. Right. And so, <laughs> yeah. how could that be? We all have different feelings. Mm-hmm. It's because different people trigger different things in our body. Right. So, the first thing is to, to look at when we have an expectation, what it's bringing up under it. Right. Mm-hmm. So, it, if you want, I can show you if you have an example of something, a, a thing that came up for you, if you want, mm-hmm. you know, at, at whatever level. And we could look in to see what it actually is trying to uncover that's under it. Because I've learned that I can prove this every time. It's never about the thing. Mm-hmm. You are not triggered by the thing, you know, like you're, tr- it's bringing up something that's under it. Right. I feel like I might know, but we'll play with it. So we'll, <laughs> we'll see, <laughs> we'll see what it is. Cause I'm, I'm like trying to go down that path. So I, I started a new company and it, it in, was it involved uh, raising money. And I think the raising of the money and also just like kind of taking and blazing this different trail is triggering in me that I don't want to disappoint people. Mm. Like most days I feel really good, but 2 a.m. rolls around sometimes. And I am just like up in the middle of the night. Yeah, I have to make this work. Like, and there's, there's a, there's a true excitement. Like I've definitely done work around like, yes, this came from like a very excited place, but man, the fear just, it's just, especially right before launching, I'm just like feeling it, you know? So on one level, check this out. Your need to not disappoint people mm-hmm. is your addiction to stop yourself from feeling a deeper trauma that's trying yes. to stop, right? Yes. So as long as I keep people not disappointed, I don't have to feel this thing, mm-hmm. right? Now, that doesn't mean a lot of people hear that and do the pendulum swing where they aim for disappointing people. Like they're like, okay, well, I get it. I'm, I'm going to overcome this and F you and F you. It's like, that's not what I mean, <laughs> you know? Right. But what if... What if we, first of all, understand, first of all, the fact that it's impossible to not disappoint people. It's impossible. Mm -hmm. And the factor of their disappointment is almost always their lives. It was their expectations. So Mm -hmm. you're actually enabling them to not feel their trauma that's trying to come up and free them Mm -hmm. by keeping them going. It's like, we're all sticking together. So we don't have to feel our traumas. I don't want to disappoint someone and I don't want them to feel disappointed. And you have a belief that if you disappoint someone, there's more than just that. In your childhood, if you disappointed someone, what happened? When you disappointed your parents, did it come with getting yelled at, getting abandoned, go to your room, mm-hmm. hit? Like what? You know, it's it's interesting because I'm trying to, I, I was, I was like never the person invited anywhere. So I was always left out. Oh, like never felt like I was ever like desired by anyone, like just was kind of like, like I kind of had to like speak really loud or like be funny or dance or do all the things. And like, I, it's a fear of like being totally irrelevant to the people that I love. Yes. Check this out. Where do, when you say that I can actually feel your vulnerability right oh, now. Oh yeah. Like I have, I have tears coming up in my eyes. Cause I just oh. went there. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm honored to be in this with you. And I think this is really helpful for the world, especially to see someone as, as amazing and powerful as you show that vulnerability. And well, you're really great. Cause I wasn't expecting it. So <laughs> <laughs> well, check this out. So there's a wound in your heart that feels that it was abandoned and not enough. Right. Or mm-hmm. some like, um, what would you say the word is for that? I think you said it and I can't remember like isolated or, or avoided, abandoned. 
Um, how would you kind of say what would the key? You know, I, I feel like just like I, the main feeling growing up was just so like lonely and undesired, like undesirable to everyone. So now this is where this gets really exciting. So the pattern is being seen right now. Mm-hmm. And a lot of achievement that you've made has been amazing. And a lot of it, just like all of us achievers, has been to avoid that feeling, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And now imagine we're like looking right at it. So picture there's a, a an age that you were, I don't know, what what age do you remember a specific memory from that? Like five, six? I actually really remember just when I started to realize it around like the eight to like 11, eight to 12 okay. age was like very intense. Okay. So imagine that literally there is an eight-year-old version of you trying to come up right now, Mm -hmm. right? And imagine how funny it'd be as if our inner child came up, the feeling came up, and right when it says, I feel undesired, Mm -hmm. we turn away from it and go achieve something, right? Like, Or or (laughs) we blame the outside thing. I feel unloved because the neighbor did this or whatever. Now, if my three-year-old daughter walked in here and said, dad, I feel unloved, and instead Mm -hmm. of me holding her and making it okay that she's under the illusion she's unloved and, and, and being with her, I pivot to the reason. And I'm just like, well, let's get whatever makeup on you. So people Mm -hmm. love you. Let's get you (laughs) singing and dancing and then they'll love you. Mm -hmm. That would be insane. Right. That would be abuse to her almost. Right. Mm -hmm. So, so what we want to do is there's a feeling of unloved in your body that we have continually avoided right? Because at the time and before 2019 and earlier, we never had to look at it. Our circumstances were, were big enough and decent enough. Like if you keep winning jackpot at, in Vegas, you'll never leave Vegas and actually know there's the rest of the world, right? So mm-hmm. like our circumstances were good enough that we didn't have to look at it. 2020 and 2021 were this huge pattern break where all of a sudden we can't for sure have the ability to travel or have our job or the right relationship or whatever. So mm-hmm. these, these abilities to hide behind our successes is, is fleeting. And what's coming up is this actual thing that's been under here all the time. And this isn't only happening in you. It's, in, it's on every person in the planet right now. Mm. So know that you're actually raising the collective consciousness right now by letting this be seen. And imagine that like God's got a collective flashlight that's going deeper and deeper into our souls. You can either keep running from it, get more addicted and go down with the pattern, or mm-hmm. you can be present and let it come up through tears mm-hmm. and it'll, you'll be freed of it. And the world starts to mirror that. So, so here's this girl. So here's a sentence you can say to the eight-year-old version of you that you're so beautifully, vulnerably holding here, you can say to her right now, you are a, you're going to say to her as you, right? Mm-hmm. This is an eight-year-old version in you. That pain where that, that pain is, you're allowed to say that, say, you're allowed to feel unloved in my body. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say it? Yeah, you say that to okay. her. You're allowed to feel unloved in my body. Now take a deep breath in. You're so vulnerable and awesome. This is so good. And and what do you feel right now? She might that energy might be moving around a little bit. She's a little like like yes. frantic. Well, imagine that she's feeling exposed, but imagine exposed mm-hmm. actually means free. Right? Mm-hmm. The opposite of exposed is hidden. Right? So imagine there's been an aspect in you that's been hiding and mm-hmm. doing everything that she can to um, she feels unloved. She's telling you she feels unloved, but imagine it's a pain that you haven't wanted to look at. We all have it. We haven't wanted to look at. So when we start to feel it, we go to a solution versus the feeling of it. Mm-hmm. Right. 
So, so then there's a judgment of the feeling. So there's unloved and we got to get loved unloved. And we got to get, if you allow this to come to the surface and we cry it out, it's a little more that she feels loved by actually Mm. you and by feeling loved by the you in this moment, you don't need to worry about disappointing people, right? You'll actually notice your, your cords to other people are, are broken. That doesn't mean you'll disappoint them. That means you're going to undo the cord that's scared that disappointment means failure, shame, whatever else, mm. right? Then you're yourself. And by the way, weirdly, from this yourselfness, there's a new you that could create the business with the investments you had 10 million times better because mm-hmm. you've never, you've done so much amazing stuff. And you've never seen what you could do with this thing healed. You've mm. always done it with an unloved fear, right? Mm. Or a disappointing people fear. What would you be if that like today could be the first day that that's gone or, or, yeah. or smaller? I would love to be free of it. And it's, it's interesting because there's so many times where I'm like, oh, I feel, I feel pretty free of that. Like, you know, mm. I feel like I've, I've got some, I was telling you, I have some amazing friends who kind of like help me move through some things, but I haven't re- like thought of it lately, but it's definitely there. So my, my next question for you is, mm-hmm. is when I kind of like travel down that, like, um, you know, okay, I'm like loving myself. I'm feeling more free. Um, there's still a part that's like, okay, but if I love myself alone, like that's kind of (laughs) lonely and I'm still trying to avoid. And there's a, there's something in my head. That's like, why don't these people that I know would be having like, and it's not necessarily, I I can't even give you a list of like names of the people. It's like, I want deeper, richer conversations. And sometimes I feel like those people, whoever falls in my quotation marks, I'm like, why don't they see me? And why can't they see that I'm fun too? And it's literally like, it's literally like being a kid. Like, why can't they see how fun I am and that I'm great too? Like that it's crazy. Yes. I know that feeling. (laughs) I'm funny. funny. I'm legit. Yeah. You know, sometimes I'll have you know, I love all of my team so much, but sometimes I'll, I'll riff so hard and have some crazy Wednesday night call on my, my event that we have. And I'm just like, I'm like, that was like my best work ever. And I get up <laughs> and, and, you know, one of my team members is totally just working. Mm. And like, I'm like, what'd you think of that? And she's like, I didn't hear it. And I'm just like, I'm really good. Like, you need to know that I'm legit. Like I have to understand that. Yes, right? that That's the thing that comes up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and so did, did you, well, first of all, there's several parts to this. This is a great question. One of the things I would love to do is one of the, you were saying I would be lonely. Mm-hmm. I would feel, I feel lonely. One, what do you think the factor of loneliness is? Most people unconsciously think about it as, are there people around me or not? Mm. But oh, it's I'm not. always around people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you felt lonely around people, right? Yes. And have yeah. you ever been by yourself and felt totally connected and felt Very. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so we have to take in, first of all, the factor of loneliness has nothing to do with people outside of you. Mm-hmm. Right. Just mm-hmm. like, like we know that, but we don't know, know that like we, you know, we don't, we, we move as if it's based on people. That's why we, you know, text everyone when we're feeling off and why we, you know, check our fan mail or whatever, because we want to know that we're, we're loved, mm-hmm. but we're, we're fixing what we falsely believe loneliness is, which is that you know, people are legitimizing you. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and if we, one of the things you're saying is you want to be seen. 
and you want to be understood by people. But the challenge is you want to be seen by people more than you want to see yourself. Mm. And you want to be seen by people on a density that is heavier than probably where you are. Mm. Like you're living in the work. And the more you do this work, the more you go up, the less people are able to see you. And there's a whole new slew of people that will start to see you because they're doing their own inner work too. Mm -hmm. But there's people that you'll be leaving, right? Energetically, because if you start to become a Michael Jackson or an Oprah in the world, the people that are choosing to not become that don't see how that could be possible. Mm. They're going to come up with things like you must be a scam. They're going to come up with things like you must not be legitimate. There's a because I'm because your your success is also death to my story mm. that that you know says I couldn't have made it myself. So I'm mildly threatened by you. I'm mildly whatever. Mm. And I'm and seeing you would acknowledge that I'd have to see myself. And it's hard for a lot of people to physically see really at the heart that they have to have done the same level or more of inner work that that you're at. Otherwise, they can't see that legitimacy. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So what your job is, is to release the need for it to be people at all that see you. Because imagine that there's a little grip on people, but it's really not on people. It's really on a parent. Mm. Isn't it? I, yeah. Or, I think or it's, a sibling or something. Yeah. It's it's like anyone who is in my life in general, at that, I felt, I literally, I kind of just felt like it, that's why this is kind of hard for me is I kind of felt like everybody was preoccupied doing something else. Mm, yes. Yes. Check this out. Take a deep breath in <laughs> and you're going to say to the pattern in your body, it's okay that everybody's doing something else. Mm-hmm. I'm just getting like all these I don't even know what's coming up. <laughs> it's like just flashes of like everything, you know, like yeah. all the time. Like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> like, yeah. Everyone's yeah. busy. Everyone's doing something. Um, forgot what I was going to say. Sorry. What was it? You're going to say to, you're telling, like, it's imagine you're literally going into the room with the little girl mm-hmm. and coming in right now and saying to her, it's okay that everyone's doing something else. Hmm. Right. So imagine that the pain that you're feeling, but you're releasing right now is a her that's almost grabbing onto everyone doing something else. And Uh she's, she's trying to convince them to turn this way. So ironically, understandably, and forgivably, it's actually us controlling too. Right. I mean, there's no question she deserves that people uh, pay attention to her and she deserves attention and love. But when we grow up and do that, we're like, can you believe this person's not paying attention to me? And mm-hmm. we're trying to control their journey, right? So yeah. if you, if we say to her for her release that you're seeing her right now, the you that's here right now is seeing her and you're telling her, <clears throat> you, you can say to her, it's totally okay that everybody's doing something else. Mm. It's totally okay that everyone is doing something else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And let her kind of just be fully lonely while you're with her right now. Let her be lost and almost aching and grabbing at them, longing for someone to see them, mom, mm-hmm. friend, school, whatever. And and just you're here with her. So if she keeps trying to grab and you're making it okay, what, do, what yeah. are you feeling right now? She's literally saying, but then what does that mean? <laughs> like, yeah. But what does this mean then? Like, but then what? Then say this, you're allowed to not know what this means. You're allowed to not know what this means. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. you're allowed you're allowed to be confused mm-hmm. you're allowed to be confused yeah let mm-hmm. that confusion come up now mm-hmm. you're like breaking open things this is how we birth a new consciousness uh, right you're actually raising the collective conscious water level right now by removing your patterns because inside of your body are things that will actually manifest higher level of things just by your existence versus your ego's actions. Mm. Right. Yeah. It's just coming up. <laughs> it's just literally <laughs> like, she like just doesn't understand what like life means then. <laughs> like, yes. Yeah. Is that okay? What if, what if check this out? Like what if, Oh, there's She's, religious stuff coming up now, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> well, what if what if there's yeah. like what if there's yeah. like you you're allowed to not know you're allowed to not know what life is, but we, I mean yeah. we we don't know what's the plot of a movie, and if we did, we'd be bored after a while. In fact, we are when we watch the rerun again. Like yeah, right. Like you, if you did, what if like by the way, let me ask you this: Was how you saw the meaning of life from this perspective was it for sure accurate? Uh, from being a little girl what i mean is from this new revelation that things are just able to dissolve right now whatever the concept you had before it dissolved of what the meaning of life was was it for sure the truth meaning like you're now seeing maybe some things you believed are different do you get what i'm saying yeah Mm -hmm. so like these things that seem to be tangibly fading while you seem to still be here, mean that everything you had identified yourself as from that aren't you, even though you thought it was you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So this false you that was doing the best she could to pre- prevent stuff from going bad or to get attention had a specific idea of what the meaning of life was or what her purpose is. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yep. And what if now? Um, the new thing is to allow God to come through mm-hmm. by letting this, I know what's supposed to happen pattern go away. And what if that really did serve your purpose up till, up till recently? And now we go, okay, we're moving from third grade to fourth grade. And in fourth grade, we're in a higher level of surrender. But on the other side of the dissolving of that pattern is major receiving of magic, is major mm-hmm. understanding of things, is is synchronicity, is love from a much higher frequency person is people that can see you more because they respect your wisdom that's coming through you versus what you created to make sure you had gotten achievement and amazing things. Right. Mm -hmm. What comes up for you as I say all that? Oh God, that this is like a 27 million layer cake that's coming. (laughs) (laughs) We'll take it. If if you can see 27 layers. Well, let's check this out. If you see 27 million layers, then what are you? If mm-hmm. you see the layers, what are you? You're like seeing through layers, you know, and it might feel painful because there's so much, but also not to be gross, but also when you go to the bathroom and there's a lot, mm-hmm. right? Like it feels good later because it was mm-hmm. a huge release, right? Yep. So in your body, you're seeing, oh, there's way more at the emotional version of the colon that's trying to come out, right? And, yep. and, and by the way, you, there, these things have existed in your body your entire life. You're mm-hmm. just seeing them now. Mm-hmm. And as you're seeing them, they're coming to light faster and faster and faster. And, and just like food that's in your stomach, you don't know it's there until it's almost done, until it's at the end, right? Mm-hmm. Like this is like the emotions have 
um, fulfilled their duty in that unknown. Now you see them and there's nothing that you see that won't disappear eventually. Like if you see it, it's on its way out, mm-hmm. right? Anything you can see is on its way out because you're the one seeing it. Yeah. I, I'm seeing like, I really, the whole, I feel like when I was creating what I was creating, like I was in such a great place of like clarity. Cause I gave myself like a good year to kind of just be like, I'm going to try this whole being thing and see what comes through. Mm. And, um, there was a lot that came through. So like weeding through that in and of itself, I'm sure you've been in this place is like crazy, beautiful personal development of like, what do I, what, what do I actually enjoy? Like building that perfect day. So I kind of built this company based off of that. And then what happened is like, then you, you know, go and put like the things on it, like launches and deadlines and all of these things that like bring something to life. And I think that just was bringing, that's, that's what was bringing all these things up. And I'm like, how do I get back to the joy? Like, cause mm-hmm. I created it for joy, like literally purely yes. out of like, I just want to enjoy it. So, and, and when I say that, I really mean like all of it. I even want to enjoy the, like the, the hard parts. I want to yeah. enjoy every single like ounce of it. So that's well, the I'm old, So the old paradigm was when something happens, I'll be happy. Mm. I'm going to create this because joy is on the other end. Yeah. Right. This is kind of a a thing I I had said for years after I had that shift of when I get this, I'll be happy. I had Mm. done movies. I was in 10 things. I hate about you. Not another teen movie at comedy central specials. And you keep just going, what's next. You're you're getting excited. And then you're like, what's the next thing? What's the next thing? And then I was lucky enough to get to have the things that I thought would make me happy to see that doesn't make me happy. Mm. And, and then learn the illusion is when something happens, I'll be happy. What if the 2021 version is when I'm happy, things will happen. And by happy, I mean, you're 100% okay with every feeling that's showing up in your body. Mm. You're actually right now raising your consciousness to being instead of the story of Lori, who is looking through a lens to get to an outcome mm. on the other side where there's joy, the new is that no matter what the circumstances are, you're feeling joy now. That's mm. why our circumstances are falling apart. So we're forced to surrender circumstances. Mm. And someone like you and I sometimes can have the curse of, I'm still able to kind of negotiate through this and create another, this'll be where I'm happy, but mm-hmm. you'll notice it's quicker and quicker that it's showing you that's not the way. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean you won't create things, but we create things from I'm enjoying now, God, what do you want me to do? Mm-hmm. And it's like step-by-step, step, by the way, it's it, this, the source way of creating will not tell you more than what's that minute. It might just say, take a nap or just drink water or fast today or, or that's whatever. Really true. <laughs> Right? Yes. Godway doesn't give you a 10 month step by step plan, an outcome, and a marketing strategy because every moment is changing. Mm-hmm. Like your, your plans for a month from now in this time are really rocky because you're, you notice that one day has so many emotions and there's so many different things. So any goal that you set that's even two weeks from now is like the equivalent of 20 years from now, mm-hmm. 10 years ago, right? Like, so there's like this, this crazy, like, forgetting that like time is moving very differently now and your linear you that is creating a goal might dissolve by then and that there's a new you that goes actually i don't even want to do that thing i do feel like i've seen that like so much lately like i'll look back and be like 
how did that crazy thing happen in a two week span? Like, right. It, the, the, yes, I'm seeing that for sure. I'm just watching it unfold. Yes, that's mm-hmm. exactly right. And, and you'll notice that it's, it's hard to understand linear things. Like it's actually really hard to maintain a relationship in the old paradigm. Mm. right? That, okay, we're together forever is, is a, a thing that actually can be attachment. You can still have an amazing long-term relationship, but you both now have to be unfolding because really you start to realize my trauma is dating your trauma mm-hmm. and we're, we're bonded by fear versus love. We call it love, but it's like, I'm scared of you being away from me. I'm scared of you being you. I'm scared of you not paying attention to me. So this is actually control. And that's why relationships are dissolving faster and faster and faster. Like there's studies, it's like 60% divorce, but then it's like of the 40%, it's, I don't know the actual numbers, but I was reading about it. I can't remember the actual ones, so don't quote me on this, but it's like 35% of the remaining 40%, I'm sorry. 85% of the remaining 40%, something like that Mm. are completely unhappy. So you get this like small, like 3% are actually in the right thing. And the reason isn't because they weren't the right match or anything. The reason is because we start making decisions while there's still trauma in our body. Mm. And so the thing that we're doing is actually stopping us from releasing the trauma. So, oh, I was about to feel alone, but now I have a new partner. So I don't have to heal my alone wound because Mm. I have a new partner. I was about to be scared that if I go broke, I'll be worthless to my father, but I won the lottery now. So I don't have to deal with it. Right. Like Mm -hmm. and, and the reason, by the way, that all the things that you try to do now to avoid that trauma are swept away from you. Like if you try to build a business now, Mm -hmm. because you don't want to feel not worthy, you'll notice that if you, if you're the universe, it's just like, I'm going to knock this away from you because we're about to heal your unworthiness. So stop Mm -hmm. making money right now like stop creating like out of fear. I need to heal this core wound that's deeper, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. And so that's why nothing's sustainable that's on the on the surface level. That's why the whole world is so chaotic right now. Mm. Our wounds are all collectively coming up, right? I want to take a quick break right here to talk to you about Talkspace. A lot of times we act like things are not a big deal, but the little things can really add up and suppressing your emotions can only get you so far. So we all want to talk to our friends when we're experiencing issues, but they don't always give the advice that we need. And I know that as a teenager, I really experienced a few moments where there was a lot of trauma that I brought to my friends and they told me that if I didn't talk about it, it would go away. And there were so many times in life where that came back to haunt me or stop me or really bring a lot of anxiety into my life. And it wasn't until I faced those things and talked about them and verbally processed through them with people that I could confide in that I was able to heal that and move forward in my life and really do the things that I wanted to do. And when you're at a low point, you might feel alone. I know that I did. So over 50% of Americans struggle with their mental health. And Talkspace is one of my favorite sponsors because they make it easy to match with a licensed therapist and schedule live video sessions all from the comfort of your device. You can start messaging your therapist the same day you sign up. Talkspace makes it easy to connect with your licensed therapist on your schedule without having 
to wait weeks before your next appointment. You can go anywhere and take your therapist with you. I know that I would have loved this when I was working through everything that I was working through, and I love it now. So whether you're a parent, student, millennial, or just someone having a hard day, Talkspace can provide the support to help you feel better with a single message. So you can start feeling better right now with a single message and match with a licensed therapist when you go to Talkspace.com and get $100 off your first month with the promo code HAPPY. That's $100 off when you use code HAPPY at Talkspace.com. So I'd love to hear about that because I know that you had and hear your experience of what, what has happened, because I know that you were such a traveler. You were such, you know, always on the road, always speaking. What do you feel like happened for you, you know, throughout 2020 and now? Yeah. I think 2020 was the most difficult and most incredible year of my life. Mm. It was the beginning of a major, major purge, a major purge of, um, well, people in my life that didn't see my heart and, Mm. and people that, um, you know, I have nothing. And I say that with, I really mean this. I know people, and I say that with nothing but love. I really do mean that, but it's mm-hmm. like what aligns with me and what stays as I stay on my highest cutting edge version of myself. Um, I have been on the road. Um, I started a stand-up comedy as a 12 year old and I was wow. at, at 18 touring comedy clubs at 20 to 30. I was doing colleges and I did that, uh, over a thousand colleges. I performed headlined comedy clubs every night. Living on the road was my thing. I never knew what it was like to just have a house and be in it. I always had a suitcase by the door. I was always, with the, when's the next flight? Um, and up until 2020, the, you know, my shift from stand-up went into evolving out loud and me doing the events that I do in 2011 but I still was living on the road. And the only way I saw life was you go do a meditation event at this, this, this location and you just fill a giant theater and we do a book and we get all these things out. And so I was always on airplanes. Mm. I also have a three-year-old daughter and 2020 helped me to undo myself. I mean, it, it needed to force me out of the patterns that I thought made me who I am. I'm a famous speaker. I'm a, you know, mm. off the cuff, uh, New York Times bestselling author. I'm these things. 2020 was so wonderfully humbling and said, no, you're this moment. And I want you to do your events from your house so mm. that when you're done with the event, you can hold your daughter and not wait till you're flying home two days later. And I want you to become more present. And I want you to become real with yourself. And I want you to um, <clears throat> remove yourself from the ever never ending abundance that's available when you become successful and mm. is available. I want you to get calm. I want you to learn that the small things are as big as what you think are the big things, like mm. having a really successful call in front of a, that goes millions of views is just as important as cleaning the dishes. I want you to, I want you to, um, be present and, and hear and understand a moment when your daughter is just singing with you for a second that it's it's just as important as you got a million followers on something like this this was the most amazing thing and ironically um we've been we were way more successful this year and we had mm. way less expenses you know usually i'm flying an entire team out and camera crew out and and paying you know the hotel or the theater yeah. a giant cut of it and union workers and everything and now we do our events online 
and there's way less teammates. There's way less, there's way less expenses. There's way less travel. And, um, I'm free. Like, Mm -hmm. and, and we, we, you know, but, but even more, I'm connected to me more than I'm a known speaker for this. I'm, I'm never ending possibility. I'm infinite. Mm. I'm the now I'm all that is. And, and I got to heal myself from the unconscious, very subtle addiction of success Mm -hmm. and actually find the success is measured by, am I here? And Mm. the byproduct is the external success because you create that foundation with yourself. The external success is way bigger. And what, what is happening, you know, in this time, people look at this time, like the government's doing this and the lockdowns are an overreach or there's a thing or whatever. And whatever your perception is, that's great. I'm not even arguing with any of that. I like to look at, and and by the way, sometimes I do get caught in a side and see a thing and get, you know, into that. And there's no question that's something to look at on one level. Mm -hmm. But what if we look at it at also, what's the universe doing here? Hmm. Like what if the universe is giving all of the world a two year timeout, right? It's going, mm-hmm. everyone sit in your houses and think about what you're doing. Everyone. <laughs> so right? true. Cause we did that. We were like, right. what are we doing? Yeah. What were we doing? Yeah. Or, or, I mean, when you go to a meditation retreat, you know, a lot of times there's a silent retreat where you mm-hmm. don't talk there. And now you get to go to the store with a mask covering your mouth. So mm-hmm. like we're on a silent retreat. Really That's thinking our thoughts more mm-hmm. and way less worried about disappointing people at the store, for instance, or at mm-hmm. the mall, because you're not going to talk to them. We, we're, we're much more introverted mm. and, and, you know, you got a mask literally covering, covering your face. So you're, you're not even able to read if the other person's smiling. So you're mm. all your patterns are coming up and out and we're just suddenly in more tears and in surrender. I wonder if we would even have this conversation if it was 2019. Mm. right? Like if you'd be open to that thing in there and if I'd be able to see that thing in there, because I hadn't cleared all mine out as there's still way more in here, but like, same. Yeah. Oh, (laughs) and that's a thing to know. It's, it's a never ending process. Like a lot of times our ego goes, when is this done? I keep Mm. bringing stuff up, but it's, it's like, don't escape it. It's trying to get us to surrender into, it's going to do everything through us. Mm. Just let that pattern dissolve out. So to me, 2020 and 2021 have many sad aspects to it. And then also there's ways to go, oh, I'm going to use this, you know, if we're worried about this, this pandemic, okay, well, I'm going to get healthier. Like, it sounds like if you're healthier, you're less prone to having issues, right? Mm-hmm. Like if I'm going to drink more green juice and go for walks and get the sun and, and do some pushups and mm-hmm. we're motivated more in certain ways, but not not out of then I'll make a bunch of money. So dad thinks I'm enough. We're, mm. we're, we're meeting our highest highest more than what will keep me from disappointing people or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. What do you, what do you feel about that? We don't, de- I mean, I definitely feel that when you said that we, I didn't even travel near as much as you, but I never set out to be like a traveler. So I found my, found myself, you know, on planes like twice a month, which for me felt like a lot, um, sometimes three times a month. And it was just a lot of travel to feel see this. It's funny how it ties it all back to be in front of audiences to feel more lonely. (laughs) It was crazy. I was like, I should feel and I actually had this conversation years ago with, with, um, a coach and it was the same. It was kind of like, 
I'm so lonely. I think I just need to do more of what I think I love, which is speaking. So I would do more of it and then yeah. I would feel more lonely. And, yeah. um, it was just this, like, maybe I need more. And this, this one was like, probably eight years ago, but it was that maybe I need more followers. Maybe I need a bigger audience. Maybe. I, and the more I did that, the more I just felt even crazier. Yeah. yeah. There was a, an analogy that I came up with two nights ago that we're actually releasing the day that you and I are recording this on YouTube. We're releasing it today. And the analogy is imagine if you didn't know this, but you're, you're still conditioned exactly as you were, but imagine if it turned out you could breathe water hmm. and imagine that there's a a machine that's slowly lowering you into the water, but all you know is you can breathe air, right? Mm -hmm. So obviously, even if they tell you you can breathe water, you're still body, your body is completely going to freak out. Mm -hmm. And all imagine it's slowly dipping you into this water. And imagine, of course, you'll have your ego going, How long do I have to deal with this? What well, I'm trying to figure out where this is from. How do I get out of this? Like I I if I, if I go to more gigs, then I'll be enough. If I create mm -hmm. more, I'll be less lonely if, right? And imagine mm -hmm. the machine's just still lowering you and it's just going, shh, it's just going, the only way out of this is through it. I want you to just sur surrender to me and not think, how do I stop feeling lonely by X, Y, Z? And instead of just going, I'm lonely mm -hmm. and be with the loneliness and cry out the loneliness, right? It's like thinking I'll get over coffee by drinking more coffee, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. If I just drink five, I've tried that. <laughs> yeah. If I just keep drinking six glasses, maybe then I'll be over coffee. It's like, no, it's like, no, we have to stop drinking it and then go through withdrawals and then feel like shit for a while and cry mm. out stuff. And, and if you stop drinking or smoking, you have to feel like shit for a while, mm -hmm. but this is even more because you're, but you can do it. It's just a choice, but you're letting go of your entire identity. It's not just mm -hmm. the alcohol. It, it's like the idea of what I thought I was. And you do do that based on your action moment to moment, like, okay, I feel this real loneliness. I can right now create a, a show and then I numb it, or I can mm -hmm. just sit here and feel like shit for a while and it will, it will have to pass. Mm -hmm. And then what happens is you move to a higher consciousness that sees it and it clears it, right? You mm -hmm. move to a consciousness that that's bigger, right? You're basically check, check this out. Imagine if there's a small circle that you're looking through. That's the story of Lori. Mm -hmm. Imagine that under that is a bigger circle and that's your trauma. And then imagine under that is an even bigger circle than that. And that's you connected to the moment. You can't release the middle one through the small top one. Do you mm -hmm. get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So imagine that life is getting you to connect more and more and more to the moment so that you purge both the story of Lori and the trauma that was put in your body as a child. And if you're connected more to the now, that's why when people meditate, it's really hard because it's pulling up, it's pulling up and out the trauma that's not. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sitting right? with it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go to the cabinet again and eat some more. Um. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. right. That's what the small story does, right? It goes, mm -hmm. I'm trying to numb it. The yes. true you in this moment goes, I'm not it. And I mm. love it. I, and I'm just going to bring unconditional love to it. Hmm. Have you ever not been able, like for you, when you're sitting with something, if you're like, God, you're just uncomfortable. Have you ever not been able to figure out what it is? Do you know what I mean? If you're just like, why do I feel this way? Like yeah. how long yeah. have you felt that? And what have you kind of figured out? 
The answer is yes. And then the revelation that shows up for that is that the new pattern to look at is why do I try to figure out what it is Mm. (laughs) versus just suffer for a while? Like, check this out. You know, if you Mm. go to the dentist and they remove an old filling and then Mm. they put that new, like they remove the old silver one and put the new one in. Yep. When they pull out the filling, you're going to see it because it's being pulled out, right? But imagine if right when the dentist pulled it out and you see the filling in front of you, you grab it and you go, what does this mean? I got to figure this out. Now he can't release the, he can't just throw out the filling because you're grabbing it, trying to figure it out. Mm. So the trauma can't leave because we're trying to figure it out. Whatever you need to know, it will just voluntarily tell you what, what you don't need to know. You don't need to know. So, so when we go into that, what I call the negative scavenger hunt, where did this come from? Why do I have this? It's actually an avoidant tactic, right? Mm. And, and, and there's one level where it's not, right? Like when I worked with you just now and you were saying it's up here and I did take you to your childhood, mm. that's because there's a thing that you haven't seen. Mm. But there's times where it's just trying to get you to see it, that it's hurting. And we avoid that by trying to go to what, what is this from? So we can intellectually understand it as an avoidant tactic that stops you from actually feeling it. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so it'll show you what it needs to show you. Does that make sense? Like we, we put in our mind, I got to figure out what this is. So we're avoiding what is in our mind right now to, to find what isn't. And what if we just are, what's my mind full of right now? And what's mm. it want me to see? And what's my body full of right now? And stop being in an argument with the now by, by trying to put in what's not there. But instead of just that, like being with what's here now, mm. right? One thing I see that's here now, I have to just say, is you being vulnerable and willing to feel and tear up, which I've done a million times on my calls now. I, I cry through mm-hmm. calls all the time. Mm. You know, so the other day I was just like thinking about, it's a lot of times it's my daughter now, but I just so effortlessly cry. Hmm. imagine that this is the new paradigm that Hmm. the old make it happen achiever thing is out of date. It's Hmm. like, it's like, it's a struggle that's going to get louder and louder. And imagine that you're, that we're going to, you know, we're going to have to adjust to the times, Hmm. right. It'd be like selling blackberries now versus like the phone versus iPhone 10s, right? Like, Hmm. like we right now, it's so cutting edge to be vulnerable, to, to be real with your crowd. Like, I just am so excited when I see a hero speaker be open and vulnerable, Mm -hmm. you know, Lewis Howes had me on and we were coaching through it and, and Mm -hmm. that it got us so many views, you know, and Mm -hmm. so good to like heal this wound in front of people because Mm -hmm. people are looking at the achievers and going, I got to bury my shit. Mm. And do that. And you want to really heal the world. Like we open our hearts and cry this stuff out in front of them. Then they do too. Mm. And you will accidentally achieve so much more, but it's not the end of your life if you don't. And it's not the answer to your life if you do. Mm-hmm. Right? It's just so much more just effortlessly happens now. Mm. Well, I could talk to you all day and I want to watch your time. And I'm so, I'm, I'm so grateful. I feel lighter. I feel like you just really answered a big question for me at the end there too, of just like, 
being more present and being in it and not overanalyzing everything, wanting to always feel better. Um, yeah. And it just, that was so powerful. I think this is going to be so powerful for people. Um, really like I can't express my gratitude enough. I'm so thankful. Um, yeah, this was just the best hour ever, <laughs> ever. Um, so I would I, love for you to share because so many people now are like, how can I get involved in that? So I'd yeah. love for you to share um, your membership. I'm so honored, Lori, because I really respect your work too. And I, and I, um, I thank you so much for um, being willing to be open and mm-hmm. being willing to, to do that. It's so exciting to me because that to me is a higher consciousness than the mm-hmm. greatest achieving we've ever done. Right. It's like so good. Um, and yeah, my one thing that I, this, to answer that question, I'll just share something that, that impacted my life so much this year. One thing I learned from reading a a pretty crazy book called the law of one Hmm. is this sentence. They said, if we help one, we help all. Hmm. This helped me move from a need for a lot of numbers to be what defined me, meaning Mm. like that I sold a million books or that it got so many views. I'm fine with that happening, but it, it doesn't mean that I made more impact to me. If I, if a video hits a billion views, or if I'm doing a one-on-one with someone, or if I'm holding my daughter, like they're equally important because what am I in service in my body doing Mm -hmm. versus how measured on the outside is it? So my, my body has calmed down from needing to get to some giant high thing, um, or some goal at all. There's almost no goals going in here. It's like, it's Mm -hmm. very like what what wants to come through. And the only thing we're really doing that is the most exciting thing to me is we've created this almost free, I mean, it's $29 a month mm-hmm. site called the absolutely everything pass. And it's not only back end of all of a ton of my content from giant two day events we did at the Dolby theater and, and a thing we have called the limitation game interactive, which is teaching following your highest meditation entrepreneurial revolution, which was a series we used to sell for hundreds and hundreds of dollars, if not thousands mm. of dollars. Now it's all just free on the con- on the thing. But we also have an event almost every day live. Mm. Wow. So, and, and you come to whatever you want and then they're stored in the archives. But to give you an example, on Sunday, I do a oneness talk and meditation mm. and um, people come on and they can ask questions and stuff. And I interact with them and we all meditate together. And you watch these patterns come up that you just saw like left and right. On Monday night, we do an event called It's Totally Possible where people just riff for five minutes each what's possible. Like, so you're just sitting there, it's totally possible 2021 is the healing of everything. It's totally possible mm. that, and, and this creates a, a really amazing frequency. Mm. Tuesday night, they do it as a workshop. So you go from room to room and you do it with a different partner. Wednesday night, I do a a live talk, answer questions, and then shift someone on the call. Kind of like we just did, like open up and Mm -hmm. try out the patterns. Thursday, one of my teammates, Joey, does a breathwork session. And then Saturday, we have um, a, a new guy coming in who's a money expert, but he's totally conscious now. And so he's doing like this talk we're probably calling I Love My Debt. And mm-hmm. so you literally spend $29 a month and you have an entire community. You have all these events. You can pick and choose whatever you go to. You, it's live. I'm interacting with you. We're bringing people up. These people are now supporting each other. They're shifting their lives so much. And, it's, and we're even creating an online streaming 24-hour 
thing where you can just on ongoing see people riffing. So that's a thing that that thousands of people are coming to because we're making it nothing. And then the other thing is just doing one-on-ones with me. They can they can go to my website and do that. And I just get to show up and do an amazing hour and feel really good and then play with my daughter. And that's where my edge is mm-hmm. right now. It's like a higher edge than can we get a hundred million views. And mm-hmm. and um so they can get that at kylecease.com slash everything. Um, and, you know, you can go to evolvingoutloud.com and find all of this. Um, but, uh, you know, it's, it's so fun to just do something with yourself and it pays for itself over and over and over and over and over again, because there's the money thing and you're undoing yourself from your addictive patterns. So you save all this money. Mm-hmm. So it's a win, win, win across the board. So mm-hmm. that's, um, that's what I say. And also my book, the illusion of money. Um, I have two books out. I love them both. The illusion of money. I like the most, like it's <sighs> got to get that one. Yeah. Your first one, but that, that one's next. Yeah. And we also did completely different content, but a documentary called the illusion of money that you mm. can see for free on my website. That is, is really good. I'm really proud of it. And mm. you know, it'll change your life. It's really entertaining and it's really funny and it's, and it's beautifully done. And, uh, it, you know, it's, it's entertainment. You can watch that versus just some Netflix show of people killing each other and you'll <laughs> right. it'll shift something and you know, it's, it's, you'll sleep better. You'll sleep better <laughs> and heal. Like let's heal in this time and not go against this thing that the universe is trying to do for magic. Mm, so good. I literally feel so much ease. I feel like people probably feel that just listening to you mm. um, and listening to this episode though. So, so thank you again for coming on. You guys definitely go and check that out. We'll link it up in the show notes. And as usual, one of the biggest things we love to do for our guests is to have them tag you and let you know what their biggest takeaway was. So do you have an Instagram mm. handle that they could tag so that they yeah. can share that with you? Yes. It's evolving out loud. It's so funny. I built an insane Facebook following of like a half a million people. And then we switched to Instagram. So, so it's evolving out loud and I'm, my team's there more, but I'm, I'm checking it a teeny bit now, but we yeah. Have all, yes. All different places and platforms, but you guys for Instagram, just tag him on that one. So he can at least see, um, what some of the biggest takeaways were from this podcast and then, and then definitely go check out his website and you guys until next time, earn your happy. Bye everyone. Hey, do you know what the big secret is this year? And it shouldn't be a secret because this should be your biggest focus. It is building your community. I am always working on building and nurturing my community and everyone is talking about the power of community. Without an online community, you just cannot grow organically or create a real movement, which is what I know that we're all after. And you can build trust or monetize your audience. When you get community right, Not only does your audience grow faster, but so do your sales. But where's everybody gonna be managing their communities these days? And a lot of online entrepreneurs and thought leaders are turning to circle.so. 
Circle is an all-in-one community platform. It lets you host content and create discussions, live streams, group chats, and memberships all under your own brand. And what's so cool about Circle.so is that you don't even need a website or Facebook group. Instead, Circle lets you build your own community site where you can host content and manage your members. You can even create locked and unlocked content spaces, groups, and classes. How freaking cool is that? You can put your content behind a paywall too, and you can charge different amounts of money for different spaces on your community site. Circle.so is famously easy to use, and it has a free 14-day trial for you, so you can go check it out, see if you like it, see if you love all the options. Just go to circle.so. Go check it out right now, you guys. Imagine being able to manage your community, start group chats and live classes, and accept payments all in one place. Kind of mind-blowing since this is usually spread all over the place. You have to log into so many different things. If this is the year to capture, organize, and monetize your community, head over to circle.so. You can get a free trial and start building your online community right now. Just go to circle.so. You guys, you get the 14-day free trial. So just go and see if it's for you. It's going to streamline everything and make your life so much easier. It's so freaking cool. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. And I want to make sure that you have my phone number and I'm not kidding. Did you know that I have a community text number for real? My phone number is 310-496-8363. This goes directly to my phone. All you have to do is text the word daily to 310-496-8363. And I literally text you every single day, Monday through Friday, I actually just got done 30 seconds ago texting a bunch of people back and I talk to you all of the time. You guys, people always ask me how I got my community text number and how it works. Well, all you have to do is you can just go to community.com and get your own. Community makes it easy to get a phone number that you can use to build your audience using text. People just text you at your number and they're added to your group then you can text them out audios, video links, anything you want. You guys, I text out happy birthday videos. I love to send podcast links, thoughts about life, book recommendations, uh, different events that I'm doing in the local area. Texting gets me out of the noise of social media and directly into your hand. And now you can start texting your people too. Just go to community.com to get your phone number. They give you a 10 digit real phone number, not those weird short codes that look like spam, but it's more than a phone number. Your new number comes with an inbox for SMS and texting. This means you can actually manage your text list from your computer and an app on your phone. You can schedule texts to send at certain times and to certain groups. You can even set up auto replies or let your assistant or customer service team answer your text messages via community's awesome dashboard. Just go to community.com and ask for a free demo. They'll show you how it works and get you your number. It's time to start texting your audience versus just posting on social media. Everyone uses community for that. So go check them out at community.com. I can tell you it's not just great for communicating with my audience, but Chris and I use community and our texts to also sell out our launches. I'm telling you, you get such an incredible response because you really are creating a true deep sense of community and it's so intimate. It's freaking amazing. Go check it out at community.com. Thank you. 
Hey y'all, I'm so excited to share with you, Earn Your Happy is now part of Growth Day Podcast Network. A bunch of us are coming together to bring more growth to the world and support shows and brands that we truly believe in. And one of my friends is also on the network and I'd love for you to go subscribe to his show. You guys, Trent Shelton has the most incredible podcast. It's called Straight Up with Trent Shelton. And it's going to remind you that you are built for this. I have heard Trent speak in person multiple times. I've listened to his podcast a ton. He's coming on the show and I literally cannot wait because this man just spits straight fire. It is like truth that goes to your core and makes you take action right away. If you want one of those podcasts that when you're just out on a walk, you can't help but want to start running and run through a wall in your life, this is the show to go listen to. So you guys make sure that you go subscribe to the show straight up with Trent Shelton. You're going to love it.